Hey guys, it's Lisa Purdy. I'd like to welcome you to Professional Pharmacist. Since we were kids, we were told there are no bad questions and no bad ideas. And now as adults, we seek for those fresh ideas to help our departments grow in various ways. Yet we don't always get the responses we were hoping for. Today, we will dive into feedback and see how we can use different phrases that allow people to feel opened up and feel like they have value and can be involved together as a team. So stay tuned. Hey guys, welcome back. So today we're going to be diving into feedback and I'm not really talking about feedback from a yearly review type. I'm looking at more of a group session discussion, looking for fresh ideas. Maybe it's in a budget planning group or maybe you're looking for um, those fresh ideas to tackle some situations that you've been trying to get through so it can better your department. So feedback should actually allow someone's brain to remain calm and hear what you have to say rather than hear it and then go do something because they feel like they have to. Did you know the brain will actually put more emphasis on a negative or threatening situation than a reward? Because if you're giving any kind of negative feedback whatsoever, the brain will trigger on the negative. The brain will give them messages of threat and sometimes you can actually see a physical response when this happens. Their arms might cross, they'll start looking away, maybe they take a step or two back if they're standing. They will appear to be listening, but their body tells an entirely another story as their brain is trying to process what they have just heard. The way we present feedback can actually prevent some of these responses and allow the person to actually hear what you're saying and the information can land better. One option we have is to practice replacing words yes but with yes and. When you avoid pointing out the problem of someone else's suggestion and rather add to the problem with the solution, you can actually change the dynamic. When the phrases yes but are used, our brain focuses on the but and we think uh oh something isn't good and we start to recoil and reconsider offering our thoughts again at another time. We sort of shut down when we hear these phrases. Some companies have surveys and one area we tend to ask about is whether or not our employees feel heard or if it's a safe place to offer fresh ideas. We as leaders may think that we've remained open and have listened to their thoughts, but from their perspective, if we're using phrases like yes but, we either have a big problem with their suggestions or we really aren't as open to change as we are saying. In my department, this has been an issue for a long time. We had created a council to address problems in our specific pharmacy. Anytime we brought up ideas to the management, we were immediately turned down. Later, we would find out that the ideas had already been tried, what the outcome was, and sometimes they even had a better understanding of their policies to know legally we couldn't do something. But usually this was not brought up in the meeting. We were simply told this isn't going to work, or their body language completely showed that they were not happy. The team became so frustrated, they asked management to not join the meetings anymore to allow for better brainstorming to happen without the threat of us being told no. Later, when our ideas were still shot down despite thoughtful consideration on our end, we asked the council to be dissolved. Meanwhile, our scores as a team continued to fall in the categories of feeling heard. Eventually, management asked what happened, and we had to show them 
that their words and body language that they used had a way different effect than they were realized. As a leader, I don't want to have that type of effect on those around me. I want to allow for open communication, so I try to be aware of the words I am saying to allow for that open communication. Yes and actually helps keep the brain open and available to receiving what you're saying without signaling these threat type of mechanisms. So here's an example in case this isn't really landing. Someone in the team suggests creating a new project go live for February. They looked around and noticed many non-pharmacy items held and controlled in the pharmacy that materials management could actually take over. Items such as fluids without potassium or like butt paste with MPC codes instead of NDCs. They are so excited because they know that this could save space in the pharmacy and help the budget. In your mind, you happen to know something else is already planned for that month. It's a great idea and clearly they have put a lot of time and energy into this. But you know your system is actually embracing iSynergy, which happens to affect materials management and how they order supplies. It's a big project they could already be stressed out about. Instinctively, instinctively, you may be quick to think, oh, this isn't going to work, but we can train ourselves to say yes and. There is another project, so I'm curious what would be needed to be true to make that work. Did you catch that? Oh, I like this idea to move these things to materials management. If we're going to do it in February and there's another project going on, what would need to be true to make them both work? Yes, and there is another project. And the other phrase is, what would need to be true to make it work? What would need to be true to make both projects happen? And that allows for them to see, ooh, there's more going on. It's super amazing, and it allows for potentially a win that you weren't even expecting. This allows the team to brainstorm another option that allows everyone a chance to feel present, supported, and needed. I love this idea. Now this person who is already excited to have pitched such a great idea will still feel impactful and treasured. But you as a team can then tailor this to even better solution knowing the obstacles you have at hand. Had we said yes, but, that person would easily feel defeated and may not bring up the next great idea that your company really needed. It's a really cool concept to be able to reform your words to allow for people to feel connected and important in the discussion of any sort of problem. So try putting in yes and, and the other phrases, what would need to be true to make them both work. Look for possible phrases you can use that may reflect a positive response, but also look at what phrases you're already potentially using that create the negative response. Consider practicing the new phrases this week and month to allow for better opportunity for open discussion. This is the key during budget planning season or goal planning season for the next year. So give it a shot and let me know how, how the impact goes because this is definitely that time of year when we're going through these things. And you definitely want the best ideas coming out of your team. And you don't want any reason on your part that something came out of your mouth to prevent those things from coming forth. I hope this helps you. And I hope you enjoy the material like this. If you do, 
please take a minute and subscribe to this. I would love to continue to keep providing good material that actually helps impact your departments and help them grow. So until next time, you have a great day and I'll talk to you on the next round.